Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Ezekiel 21, verse 32, we are going to be looking at what true greatness is. And before I dive in, I wanted to give a little bit of a personal update since it has been two weeks, and things are going great right now. My Washington commanders are 2-0, and feels really good, and here's the thing. Like, we've been, we've gone on two-game win streaks before. So, like, it feels good, but, like, this happens. But what feels really good is we scored 35 points last time against the Denver Broncos, which that doesn't happen, like, ever with us. Because just for you, we have so much fluctuation at quarterback. Our quarterback turnover rate is awful. Like, and I don't mean, like, interceptions. I mean, like, we get new guys, like, Every year. Uh, we have more starting quarterbacks than we do, like, seasons played since Kirk Cousins. It's, like, it's really bad. And Kirk Cousins has been in Minnesota for a little while now. So, if I'm feeling good. College is great. I got a job. I, f- like, I feel a little basic, but I work at Chick-fil-A. Like, I just, it feels like what everyone does. But, I mean, I guess there is some merit to what everyone does. Like, it's probably for a good reason. And it's it's fun working there. It's busy. So, like, I just, I can't, I don't have time to think about school. So, that's kind of, like, I love school. But, you know, sometimes you just, you know, you want just a break where you can do, you know, mind-numbing drink, making drinks. And you're just, you know, happy with that. And I am. So, God's been good. But, Today in our passage, we're actually going to be reading from the New International Version. It's it's one line. Now, we're going to look at the context, but I want us to see one line. And I just, I, don't, I think the ESV is like unnecessarily a little wordy there. I, I, I'll show you just because, but you'll see why I picked the NIV. So the passage reads, You will be remembered no more, for I, the Lord, have spoken. That is the last part of verse 20, or excuse me, 32 in chapter 21. I'll read the ESV to you. It says, you shall be no more remembered, for I, the Lord, have spoken. I just don't like be no more remembered. I like remember no more. I think it sounds better. So, what we're and it's the same meaning. So, like, it's really just a matter of where is the, where is the adjective, and it's, the same. So I don't think it's an additive actually. But anyways, we're going to dive in. I'm going on a tangent. So what we need to see is first the context. Okay, who are the Ammonites? And you're like, Ammonites, what are you talking about? This passage is written to the Ammonites. The Ammonites, they are, it's a little bit of a weird relationship. I'm not going to lie to you. So typically, they were enemies of Judah. Judah is the uh, other, the other kingdom, the northern kingdom, Israel, they were worse. They'd already been in captivity because they were really ungodly. Judah was more godly. They had their problems, and obviously, and actually, they are in exile right now, but it took them a little bit longer. And Judah, they were enemies of the Ammonites, but before, they had actually allied themselves with the Ammonites against Babylon. Babylon, you've probably heard of them. They are a big empire, well, they were, they are not an empire anymore, they they were a big empire, and they put the people of Israel into a long captivity, 70-year captivity, so pretty much a whole generation 
came and went in captivity. I mean, they might have had like some really old dudes, but it's as it bad. And the Ammonites, they watched Babylon ransack Judah first, and they passed over the Ammonites. They didn't hit the Ammonites. And so the Ammonites boasted and bragged and insulted the Israelites, you know, because they were enemies, but they had allied against these people. And so now they're bragging, like, hi, you got crushed. We didn't. And so now God basically tells them, don't get excited. I just haven't punished you yet. Okay, so there's two points that I want us to see. And the first is that Ammon decided that their gods were better than the one true God. That's what they did. Ammon decided that their gods were better than the one true God. Molech and Milcom, or sometimes called Malcom, I believe, they were gods that historians have attributed the Ammonites with worshiping. Molech actually had child I almost I put child worship in my notes. That was a mistake. Child sacrifice. Child worship would be a little weird. I mean, child sacrifice is awful too. But that's I've heard of that. I've not never heard of child worship. <laughs> child sacrifice was something that Molech did, which that's awful. Like that's disgusting. And these are this. I mean, there's. Any religion that does not worship Yahweh is a false and bad religion. But there are some religions that are really bad. And this is one of those really bad religions. And while all of the earth has no excuse for idolatry, the Ammonites are particularly at fault. They were neighbors to the people of Israel, yet they still chose idolatry. They lived in proximity to the people of Israel, and they ought to have seen godliness in Israel which and Israel and Judah, which admittedly was not there for a lot. And so not only is this a rebuke on Ammon, but implicitly the godlessness of Ammon is a rebuke to the people of Judah and Israel. We know that the people of Judah and Israel were not living godly lives, and the people who were looking at them did not see godliness. Now, if the people, their neighbors, attacked them because of their, you know, if they treated them like the early church, that would be one thing. But the people of Judah and Israel were just not a model of faith for the nations around them. As they were called to be so often, God had set them apart as priests to him and to be the way that the nations came to know God. They were to be priests. What do priests do? They mediate. You know, I was learning about this actually in a class today. The people, so this is coming from my doc, my professor, Dr. T.J. Betts. So if I sound really smart, it's, I'm smart because I'm repeating a smart guy. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm doing there? But anyways, well, the people of Israel, their role was to be priests and priests are mediators. They're mediating between God and and the nations. And when the nations look at their priests and the priests are just slacking, the nation of Israel are just slacking godlessness, not only are the nations responsible, but the people of Israel and Judah are responsible too. And that's a call on us too. Do our neighbors look at us and see godliness? Or do they see just like, just like the world? Do they not see any difference? 
When the world looks at us, are they convicted of their sins? It's not our job to convert people, but it is our job to spread the gospel to them. We can't change hearts, but we'd best be knocking on some doors. We can't make people believe, but they'd best have, they best know what they should be believing in. And if people look at our lives and see what the Ammonites saw in Israel, shame on us. But moving on, Ammon, they viewed themselves highly and they viewed themselves as a great nation. You know, the reason that God says you will be remembered no more is because they were like, oh man, we're great. You know, we are just some one of the coolest nations. We might not be Babylon, but we're really cool. And God's, what God's doing is here is like, he's like, you'll have no legacy. No one's going to remember you. What you wanted was to be historical. You wanted to be known by your culture and by all these things. But he says, you will be remembered no more. They wanted their gods, their false things. And another thing they worshipped, what God attacks here, is their desire for greatness. And their false and their wrong desire for greatness ended up not even being fulfilled. God says, no one's going to remember you. That's tragic. So even the greatest empire in history, the Roman Empire, they've got little bearing on what we do today. You know, we might use some of their ideas, but I know that when I go throughout a day, I'm not thinking about the Romans much. And I'm, I would be shocked if, you know, going throughout your day, you're like, Rome. You know, I, I'm reminded, we actually had a conversation about this, like me and some friends. Like, I don't know why, but they were like, you know, how often do you think about Rome? I'm like, never. And one person was like, I do. And I was like, you sound like the dude from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. You know, if you've seen the movie, the dad is like, everything is Greek origins. You know, but here's the deal. Not many people think that way. When you think of the Roman Empire, the greatest empire in history, you don't think about them. like. I don't. I mean, I just don't think about the Romans. They don't mean anything to me anymore. And there's a really good chance that they don't mean much for you at all. At least personally, for most people, they don't mean much. So if there's no, you know, if this true greatness, if that's what the world calls true greatness, being in a textbook, wait, that's not true greatness. That's not lasting. Sure, you can be in a textbook, but that's not going to last. Where can we find real greatness? And here's my argument today. I've had a long buildup. And I, I know I apologize. But true greatness doesn't just leave a legacy. It lives forever. I'll say that again. True greatness does not just leave a legacy. It lives forever. I don't want people to just remember me. You know, I hope they do. I think it'd be cool if I had a funeral and a lot of people came. You know, I mean, that'd be pretty nice. But here's the thing. If people remember me, that's nice. But that's not going to last forever. People forget. Here's the deal. Can you remember your, do you know your great, great, great grandpa's name? Probably not. There's a good chance you don't know your great-great-grandpa's name. I know my great-grandpa's name, 
but it's like it would be a challenge to remember my great great grandpa's name and I'm sure he's a great man but I'm lucky to know my great grandpa's name and now he was a great guy but he's an exception a lot of people don't know their great grandpa's names and that's in your family if memories fade very quickly guys and Nothing on this earth that you do, people remembering you, that's not going to last forever. When you die, that's what I'm concerned about is I love this life and I'm grateful for what God's given me, but I know I'm going to die sometime and I want to know what's going to happen when I die. And here's the reality is there is an eternity We feel it in our hearts. We know that this world is not all there is. I'm human. I die. And the only hope for me to live again is resurrection. Here's the deal. There's nothing better than life. There is nothing better than living. Textbooks are great. History is great. But those things, what they do is they serve those who are alive. And I don't want to discount great men who've gone before us. What exalts great men before us is not their legacies, first and foremost. What exalts great men, first and foremost, is that they are seated at the right hand of God right now. They are seated there, not in Jesus' throne, but they're worshiping Him. They are seated right below that throne, praising God. That's what they're doing right now. They're at the right hand praising Jesus Christ, the risen King. That's where they are. That's where their greatness is. They get to play a role in God's redeeming of humanity. That's greatness because they're alive. And not only that, not their soul is alive, but in the future, God is going to send his son Jesus again and Jesus is going to give their bodies life and they will be alive not only in their spirit but their bodies will be alive again and they will be given glorified bodies and they will have an even more lasting greatness because with that greatness is life. Jesus is a great savior not just because he died which that's really great but because he lives to tell of it. Because his payment was confirmed by his resurrection. That is greatness, my friends. Because Paul says, if Jesus Christ didn't, if he didn't get resurrected, if he didn't rise back from the dead, it's for nothing. It's for nothing. There is nothing greater than life. And if Jesus lost it, then what's There's no point in our religion. We're of all people most to be pitied because we're wasting our life. But Jesus Christ offers us what no one else can, and that's eternal life. We have life everlasting in Him. Christians, we're not subject to the next generation's memories. When we submit to Jesus, we are remembered forever because heaven is our home, and we'll get to go there. That's where our legacy will be celebrated most. I hope that you live a life where people remember you fondly. I do. That's a good thing. You should make... Christians should be someone who 
are either hated because they remind people of their sinfulness because of how they love their neighbors unconditionally or they should be celebrated. You know, if a church were to go out of business, I hope the community would miss it. You know, I hope people would be like, ha, oh, finally, those rude people. I hope people, and I see godly churches all the time where they have great relationships with the community because they show the love of Christ. You know, that's great. But even greater than that is where we're not going to be like this peep, the Ammonites, where they're remembered no more. We don't look to the world to fulfill us. We don't look for, you know, these temporary celebrations. Because if that's our goal, we'll be remembered no more. That's what's going to happen to us, just like the Ammonites. No, my hope, brothers and sisters, is that we have a future. We have a God who will resurrect us and give us new life. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. If you haven't already, I encourage you to go to our website at adoptedbelievers.com. And if you haven't already, tell your friends about us. It's a great way that you can support what we're doing. But without further ado, I'm going to see you all next time.